Sham Krizzle. Boop ba da da da. Boop ba da. Oh, are you actually recording? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 60, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I am live in the studio with Ben and Sam. Both, we are all in the same place. The great Sam Bino is here at Sensibly Loud. What's up, buddy? Not much. It's good to be here. I'm glad I'm in Dallas. We can do this in person as opposed to remotely. It's great. Right? I, I can quote Bowling for Soup with confidence, Sam, when I say... Come back to Texas. <laughs> What's a bowling for soup? They were a pop punk band from the 2000s. I think pop punk and those seemed like opposites. You'd think that, but the 2000s found a way. They did. It's Blink-182. That's like pop punk. Tight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fitting, though. Hella. Very fitting. You know, uh, there's a couple bowling for soup songs you'd probably know. They're just kind okay. of mainstream. Okay. They were never like huge, huge, but they're, they're local. They're pretty cool. Claire's a big fan. They were in, I think, Claire's like top 10 album of all time, I'm pretty sure. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, anyway, well, good to have you back, man. Good. Baseball's back. You're in town for opening day. How was that yesterday? Baseball's back. Yeah, opening day was fine. We got crushed. Um, we lost 12 to 4. It was not a good day for, for Rangers fanhood, but always, always a lot of fun to show up to opening day and, wa- and watch baseball live. I uh, started changing the words from Go Cubs Go to No Cubs No. Ooh. Did anybody else pick up? Did that pick up steam? No, that was about as far as I got. I like it, though. I'll use it on Saturday. Thank you. I hope that it like picks up all kinds of steam in the world for you, and it just passes over Ben somehow. I'm the person that would make a joke that then someone else would repeat, and everyone would love it when someone else repeats it. And right. I'm just sitting there angry. And a lot bitter. of anti-Ben's and sentiment sort of coming up on episode 60. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know like if that's it. a good way to start it been. off. Because so I'm, I'm just going to go home, guys. <laughs> Sad. It looks like Chris Bryant and Javi Baez both had themselves a day yesterday. Two home runs for Baez. He's on my fantasy team. I'm kicking the shit out of Ivan the Terrible currently. It's great. Ivan the Terrible. I love that. Is, this, Ivan. is this Chris with a K? Oh, it's Chris Davis with a K. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. Chris, yeah, Chris Davis with a K, but this is Chris Bryant, who's also very good at baseball. I think I, he's slightly overrated. I, I just think that... So Chili Davis was a big problem for them last year, so they got rid of that issue. Because that guy stinks as a hitting coach. Yeah, his name's Chili. It doesn't seem like that should fix all their problems. I think that's fair. Can we can we talk about Joe Madden for a second? Sure. Because Absolutely. there there are a lot of people who are saying that if the Cubs don't really put in a bid for contention this year, that Joe Madden's head is sort of on a plate. I'd see and that. um but he's a great coach. Like how much of this is his fault? Well, that's the thing is I've read a ton of um like beginning of the year predictions and stuff specifically around the Cubs. And I guess he was quoted in a press conference early on talking about how this is it. It's kind of like go big or go home. And it really would not surprise me, like you said, if they don't, if they don't, uh, you know, it's a piss or get off the pot moment. I don't know how prudent that is, though. It's no, kind of a great Sam's manager. point. Find, find someone better to do that job, I dare you. I don't know who it would be other than just like a young manager. Well, and that's that's the other side of it is how much of this is baseball transitioning to the era of young managers. And there's an extra piece to that, too, where it's not just that it's younger. It's someone who's willing to go along with what the general manager is saying and what the analytics are saying and rely less on the your baseball gut, so to speak. I guess how much is Joe Madden doing that? I think I think of him as an older young guy who's adopting like the the New waves principles. of change, but isn't, you know, a gray haired bastard. 
he's always been like the hip with it. I mean, that's like a really weird way to look at it, but it's true. Yeah. I feel like that plays well in locker rooms, it seems like. Anyway. Yeah, he's the first guy to bring like a proper young guy culture to a ball club, like in the locker room, and that's that's paid in dividends for sure. For Has sure. anyone seen if he does Fortnite dances? Does he? I don't know. Maybe behind closed doors. Can we start that hashtag, Joe Men Fortnite dance? It's a long one. We'll see if it picks up steam. Madden Fortnite dance. I don't like that movie. Yeah, but then they might think you mean John Madden. Yeah, that's where my head goes. He's just throwing traduckins around. Oh, boy. I was wondering if you were going to work in traduckins into this podcast at some point, but you did. Is is John Madden still alive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually just looked into this the other day just to make sure I wasn't losing it. He called part of a game or something like that. I Uh, thought you were about to say, he called me last week, and I was like, really? (laughs) Kind of burying the lead here. Yeah, we're going (laughs) to... Why was John Madden calling you? He's no. got to be deep into his 80s, right? Yeah, he's older, but he's definitely still around. He called part of a game at some point last year, or maybe the year before that. And then he sold athlete's foot cream. Let's see. <laughs> you don't remember that? 82, Boom! By tough act in Tanakin. I remember that now. He's 82. He's getting on up there, for sure. Good. Well, hey, good for him. Back to baseball. I could see that happening, but I again, I don't know if that's a prudent move. I just don't feel like that is. Well, I mean, the Cubs are... And granted, they were against my terrible Rangers yesterday, but I mean, they still have most of the pieces from their 16 championship run. So I feel like, aside from the fact that the Cardinals are better, they can certainly be in contention. Mm -hmm. I would imagine, though, that most of this team is going to be broken up after this year. I mean, I would think it's got to be coming that time, right? Like with Uh, Rizzo and, you know, all like Chris Bryant and Javi Baez, like all those young guys have got to be coming up on their first big deals i don't know i don't know when but i think they have a, a, a their window is like one or two more seasons that's what i'm saying so it feels yeah. like it's coming up quick so i mean i guess that's where he's coming from with that but yeah i don't well, know if that should be an indictment on his job necessarily because i think he's done a fine job he's been better yeah. than anybody else has been there in that's like plus if, years. if i gave you tofu and got mad when you didn't make me a steak you know, like that's not necessarily on the ship. Don't inject your vegetarianism. <laughs> this. this is a meat loving podcast. <laughs> meat tornadoes and turduckins alike. That's right. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Turn out the biggest. Well, speaking of, you know, food, Sam, I've been saving this to ask because I know you were at the Ranger game. Did you try <laughs> the stuff shaking your head? Did you try the foul pole? I did not try the foul pole. I decided that I wanted to live another day. (laughs) Did you see one? Yeah, did you see any of them? No, I watched almost the entire game. I got two hot dogs, I got one beer, and I ate a bunch of sunflower seeds, and that is all. Okay. Okay. It's pretty Um, baseball of you, though. Yeah, I I will say, well, of course it is. I mean, I'm not going to go get, like, shrimp quesadillas at SFO or uh, (laughs) AT&T Park or whatever the hell. You've tried that before. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah. So I I will say that coming into the game, I knew that the Rangers were going to be trash, and I knew that the Cubs were going to demolish us. However, you know, walking in and getting all ramped up and, you know, we scored some runs. We had the lead briefly. It was still very sad to see what I knew was going to happen, happen. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, here we go. It's like yeah. you see the car accident about to happen. And it's like, I don't want this to happen, but I think it's going to happen. Right. I did catch the play at second base when Elvis pretended to throw to first, just like the second, ba- uh, the, just like Odor did, mm. and it, like they literally did the same motion at the same time. It was 
really weird. I, I missed for, it. I'd forgotten about some of his clown antics on the field. Yeah, we it, call it synchronized baseball. It's a strategy. Mm. It made me very oh. sad that uh, Adrian Beltre was not at the hot corner. We had Asdrubal Cabrera. He actually had he made he made some nice defensive plays. However, mm-hmm. thinking about uh, Adrian retiring. And then I saw somebody with the Prince Fielder jersey. Oh, boy. Uh, I was like, man, we've had two of the three saddest retirements in the last four seasons. you got Prince Fielder, Adrian Beltre, and Ichiro. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't think of anybody else in baseball who's retired where I was like, damn, you know, that that sucks. Well, I guess Jeter, but most people don't feel that way about him. Fuck Derek Jeter. But I'm just saying that, like, he's that kind of player, though. Yeah, that big you're right. of a guy. But you're right. fuck him. I don't like him either. <laughs> He's an even worse executive than he is a was a baseball player. As a baseball fan and, and Rangers homer, I was sad to see Michael Young go and not get a ring. Yeah, that sure. one, that one, it like cut locally, you know. Yes, he's in the Texas that. Rangers Hall of Fame. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Uh, speaking it. of random Rangers jerseys, last time I was at a game, I saw someone wearing a Will Clark jersey. Yeah, like, what year is this? Nineteen ninety-seven. Wow. Uh, so. Good. Speaking of stadium visits, uh, Sam was at opening day yesterday here in Arlington, uh, but our very own blogger, Duster Dan, went out to opening day at Target Field in Minneapolis. Did y'all hear any of this? I heard not. So it sounds like the... Not just the city of Minneapolis, but the state of Minnesota did not have the infrastructure in place for baseball. I don't know if they were expecting it to be snowy or something like it was last year, because he waited 35 minutes for a beer. Hmm. That's insane. Like he said, the lines, they, they didn't have their concessions down. Like it was just a terrible baseball audiencing. Like it was still great because you had a ball game. You know, it's like, hey, even if it was a bad ball game, you still were at a baseball game. But but how does that happen? I don't know. That's really sad. Uh, you know, and the Twins are projected to be a much better team. I was looking at some numbers earlier, and they've added, from from uh, last year's numbers, they've added like 10 war. Like the players they added added up to being 10 war, which is like a lot. They're yeah. going to be a good team. You'd expect that the stadium would be ready to facilitate like a decent opening day crowd no i i know i, I want to say they added some stupid number like 16 free agents to their <laughs> lineup or something ridiculous and so you're right not only should they be happy because it's a nice stadium target field's really cool it's in a great location um but also you would expect that you show up and you know you show up at the ball game and you don't have to wait in line for an hour to get your shrimp quesadilla <laughs> <laughs> do we have any do we know why this is happening? I don't know. I I feel like it's as I don't know. So I know that some stadiums like here the Rangers they did kind of a dry run this week. So opening day was mm. Thursday and I want to say Monday or Tuesday they had like a scrimmage match against I don't know a local college or something and I don't know that People were talking like, why no one would show up who would pay for that? But I guess it's to give the concessions people a chance to dry run through this stuff to make sure they know where the nacho cheese is at and, you know, all that. Operationally, so, that is a sound idea. Right. Yeah, it's it like, the, like it. the dress rehearsal. So my guess is that maybe they don't have dress rehearsals in Minneapolis. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. We definitely need to investigate more into this. This seems like it shouldn't have happened, though, overall. Do we have any detectives on our intern bench? I, I don't know. Brandon's managing the interns this year. So. Okay. Do we have a larger sample size than Duster Dan's N of one? I think his wife also waited for food. I'm sure that it's out there if it was a nightmare. I should go look into this a little bit. I'm sure. I, I'm surprised I didn't see it on Twitter because I was kind of monitoring Twitter most of the day of just opening day stuff and retweeting and whatnot mm-hmm. from the main account. Well, Ben, who is sponsoring the pod today? 
Yeah, let me see if I can find the old teletype here and see uh, see who we got on the docket. I'll do that for you since we don't have the drop. Thank you. Have you been injured in an accident? Are insurance companies trying to strong arm you into an unfair settlement? You need to call Bregman and Bergman, attorneys at law. They will fight for you like they fight off the doldrums of summer. Don't call anyone else. Small town attorneys are only here for your money. You need large market players like Lance Bergman and Alex Bregman to protect your best interest. Back to you, Sam and Justin. Oh, soft white guys selling selling law firm resources. Some softer than others, I think. Lance Bergman is a soft man. I do not like Lance Bergman. Have we talked about this? We've definitely talked about this. Well, before. I talked about how he's just like Phil Mickelson. He's the the baseball equivalent. Ooh, that's right. Weren't we? Wasn't there some task we were supposed to come up with that involved that? We were supposed to do a deep dive on this topic. Ah, oh, shit. All right. Well, well, glad you tuned in today, so we can not deep dive. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't do that here. No, we'll uh, we'll carry that over as a season goal. How about that? Our level of a deep dive when it comes to Phil Mickelson is not unlike a stone skipping across a smooth pond. That's how deep we'll go. Okay. But that in itself, this is getting real meta, but that was deep. Thank you. Yeah. One thing I was thinking about earlier, what do you guys think of the Marlins uniforms now? I like them a lot. I do too. And I'm really glad they got rid of that home run statue out there in the outfield. It looks much better in that park in general. I feel like one of our very first episodes, you went off on that statue, and like, weren't we trying to say that... Like Coronado's gold or something was buried underneath it, or didn't there? There's some weird urban legend about the bird that Randy Johnson killed, like haunts a statue or something. Dude, yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. I, did I really take that thing to task that hard? We'll have the interns go pull the tape and see. What, but so, there's something going on funny at that. Dare I say something fishy happening at the Marlins <laughs> Stadium? Perfect. I think though, I, I you're 100 percent correct that something did come up about the statue, and I feel like I did go on, on it pretty hard, but I don't really recall all the aftermath of it. So we'll have to, we'll definitely look into this. Have the interns do it for sure. Yeah, it's probably like I I think what it is is it's haunted by the racist ghost of Ty Cobb. Oh, because we had an ad or something about Ty Cobb at that point. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was some some weird thing of that. We we're really weird people. Mm. So thank you for tuning in. <laughs> hey, I mean, people seem to, to enjoy the weirdness and they like to play along, so. Absolutely. Speaking of playing along, Justin, Sam, how y'all feeling about your fantasy baseball team this season now that we have one day on the books? I'm glad that I drafted my own team, unlike some people at this company not who, named Sam and Ben. Who are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Justin. it's almost like Jason uh, auto-drafted an entire draft except for the last two rounds. Well, that's that's where you win or lose your season, Justin, is the last two, <laughs> the last two rounds. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how this works. He, uh, he definitely auto-drafted the whole thing and then tried to write a hit piece on me about how I didn't tell him about the draft. I don't understand. This well, is not your fault. Not at all. This is a competitive league. <laughs> I don't remember you being his parent. Correct. And there's money at stake here. So, yeah, I have a vested interest in him being bad. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't even have to lead with the aggression of, like, oh, I need you to be bad. You just need to say that he is bad by <laughs> missing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's inherent, really. He does have a lot of young players, like several people I went to the wire to look at later for like later on, but it will not do him any good now. I think his team will be, like, excellent hot garbage. Yeah, excellent hot garbage. So he'll be like right around 500. Is that what that means? It's a very competitive league, and we've got some. I don't think anybody knows more than 
this is a strong group of people who know their shit, is what yeah, I'm trying to say. Sure. And me. You know your <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, you've gained a ton of baseball knowledge in the last like year and change. That's right. I now know there's a difference in Lance Bregman and Bergman. Alex Bergman. <laughs> Did you purposely? Sure, that was a joke. <laughs> Speaking of, the Cardinals are on. It's a tie game, 0-0 zero to zero in the top of the first with one man on first and zero outs. I really do think that the Cardinals are going to be good this year. I do, too. I think I have them winning the division. I'm pretty sure I did, too. If I don't, I really feel like I would like to go back on that. That's fair. I but I can't. We already locked them in. But yeah. We actually, uh, once again this year, I've, I'm waiting to get them back from the engravers. Not unlike last year where we had them etched in stone for posterity reasons. Uh, Jimmy Midtown was uh, last seen hoisting them on a trolley to get them uh, carved. Oh, good. Okay. For the actual record record. Yes. Yes. Like after um, the end of the world in 2021 or whenever that's happening, Yeah. like now... That's that's what the next civilizations will find. They'll find like the Rosetta Stone, um, the Shirley method, <laughs> the Shirley method of prepositional phrases, and uh, our etched in stone fantasy baseball, uh, or excuse me, baseball outfielder predictions. Yeah, love it. Year two, awesome. You need to come up with a trophy for the league, though. We, we haven't had a do. trophy. We have a trophy for our football league, so we should definitely ha- we should have one for our baseball league. I agree. We should also have one for last place, other than the fact that I don't want to give Ivan a trophy every year. Yeah, I'm beating the shit out of Ivan the Terrible right now, and yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to win this year. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just going to order whatever trophy I think looks best and then put it on my desk at work. Okay. I can't, can't wait to have it. That'll be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'll send you a picture of it every day while it's at home with me. Okay. <laughs> me I'll hold you to that. You'll miss day eight. No doubt about it. I'll miss day like two. I almost guarantee He'll it. He'll be at a Mavericks game. <laughs> yeah, just in the seat next to me. <laughs> No, uh, I, I'm excited for the league. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm glad that I wasn't responsible for telling Jason to draft his own team. So I, I was asking Ben how Madison Bumgarner did yesterday in his opening day start. He had a pretty good day other than the fact that he didn't get the W. So, I mean, yeah, it was he, kind of an average. He took the L, but he got me 12.63 points. Decent. I think he that's pretty respectable. Nine. Did we take down how much strikes are worth throwing strikes? Strikes or strikeouts? I mean, a strikeout I think is one point or one point five points. It used to be more than that, right? It was two before, and we did some load balancing. We took the top five players offensively and the top five players from pitching, and tried to balance those scores. That's right. Yeah, because I it was always awesome. I do miss having being able to seek, and I guess this is just a preference that you and I already have, Sam. But seeking out pitchers that can throw strikes versus. Ground ball pitchers. Right. I'm, we could penalize uh, walks and hits. Yeah. But it, eh. it it's such an offensively skewed league right now that doing so would just ding the the top, the upper echelon of pitchers to the point where you're never going to get them to be as good as regular hitters. Right. Well, and I also, I also feel like that's something that general managers in baseball are currently looking for is pitchers that can throw strikes. So yeah. we're not alone in this hunt. No, we're definitely not. But there's a... I feel like we've tinkered with it every year, but Ben, you should see the hundred or so emails that exchange every year while we're trying to figure out like what, how to change scoring and how it all breaks down by. Before last season, there was some there were some strong opinions, backed and driven by data. People had like spreadsheets and they were doing like you know SPSS markups and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was wild. <laughs> I mean, we we landed in a really good place. Hat tip to Marty for. Uh, 
doing a lot of analysis on the back end for us. But there there were some really in depth conversations and there were some strong some strong opinions and we ended up in a really good spot. It it was one of those where like I'd be at work and like looking at the email and be like, Okay, I have to read this later because I need to sit down and be able to <laughs> process data in my head and make sense of it. Right, like these pivot tables are great, but I, I believe really Col- need to go. Paul Goldschmidt just hit his first home run as a Cardinal with Matt Carpenter. Good um, for him. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Ozuna is there too. That guy's good. Yeah, man. It's there's your there's your fucking Fortnite dance. Yep. I told you they were happening, man. It's young baseball. Paul Goldschmidt just hit a home run off a ball that was at his ankles, six inches inside. The thing went to the fucking moon. Yeah, it did. It feels like baseball has gotten off to a weird start just because of how weirdly balanced the schedule has been like the fact that they played two games didn't play for another week and then like basically here we're recording this on friday there's like four games today in the whole league that's so weird that was a weird start i really liked that they started it in japan but then to have a week lull with no games was kind of a a dick punch do you think that it would take away some of the luster of it though without ichiro's like whole retirement situation yeah i think there was an added element of um, excellence there, but I would still definitely watch some Tokyo some well, Tokyo games. Yeah, but we'll watch baseball anytime. That's true. Have they talked about? I know that the NFL plays in London and Mexico City. Have they talked about doing more international games outside of just Toronto home games? I haven't heard much about it really. They do. I think don't they do a game in Cuba or the Dominican every year? Yeah, and like maybe that. some games in Mexico. Yeah. I think they're just a little bit uh, they're they're lower profile than the NFL games. Okay. Yeah, because they do the one at uh, the Air Force Base or the the base in Georgia. In uh, what's the the big base there? Tacoa? No. <laughs> That's a big base. In it, it's a it's a big base. I but it's you're not making the one I'm a Band of, of Brothers reference. But that is like the yeah, one no. of the uh, yeah, the biggest Tacoa one is down Georgia. in Columbus. There's um should be Fort Bragg. Maybe Bragg, it's Bragg, no. but they that's yeah, it's Bragg because that's Fort where they do Campbell. the big the Nationals and Braves game every year there on the fourth oh. of July. I should know I was down in that base like two months ago. Yeah? Yeah. Infiltrating. Is there anything to divulge? Oh well we have a friend that's a Marine and he lives there, so we oh. went and said hello. Sounds divulged to me. Just wanna do a shout out to the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> hey, we're here. Why is, not? Is that pandering? No, never. No, I mean you have a a profile picture of you dressed up in a World War One outfit. I don't think that's pandering. That is true. I don't know if we've dissected that on the podcast. Because you use the word pandering, I'm going to use the word curry. Are you trying to curry favor with them? I like that. Then, yes, it's pandering. You're shaking your head. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to. I was shaking my head because I like the joke. <laughs> I was thinking of Indian food. <laughs> As you said, panda? <laughs> No, because you said curry, you dumbass. <laughs> it's worth clarifying. This is off the rails. <laughs> Sam, uh, have you been enjoying the MLB Network since you've been back here? I have. So for the listeners, I don't get MLB Network with my, you know, really good cable package for some reason. My parents do. I'm in town staying with them, and they've got the MLB Network. So I've been working from home and watching the MLB Network like wall-to-wall. And it's nice. I need some like in-depth analysis from time to time or just hear some really shitty opinions and call them out on them. Exactly. I mean, you end up being able to kind of form your own opinions with it all just given what we do with this stuff all the time. But even so, like, it's great to be able to dive into specific situations if you want to, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were some analysts calling for Mike uh, Mikolas to be the NL Cy Young, and I'm like, go fuck yourself. Whoa. He's a mustache with an arm. He's never yeah. going to win that. <laughs> Yeah, that's quite 
quite the prediction. <laughs> That's just such a good cartoon image of a mustache with like a stupidly strong <laughs> muscle next to it. It's like, get that guy a hat. He can probably pitch. Mike Michaelis. Just put a hat on, on the top Cardinals, of the stash. I feel like that'd be a good t-shirt. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The outfielder. Yeah. <laughs> a mustache with an arm. Yeah. We got to start compiling these t-shirt ideas, Ben. I still want to make the t-shirt of you. The one of your outline hit, like, swing. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. No, it's a. Um, it's not just like a creepy Justin into me t-shirt. It's like an actual thing where I was in an adult amateur slow pitch softball league. Bet y'all thought I was going a different way with that. I was in a slow pitch softball league and uh, I am striking out, but it's a good profile for the sake of a picture. It's really, really like shirt worthy, I think. Thank you. That really means is. a lot. But yeah, I, I actually watch the MLB Network most mornings just to get caught up on what happened around the league if I don't have a chance to like walk around myself. So. It's nice. Without the network, I have to like pour over the stats and the box score of every game to figure out which pitcher I'm going to pick up so I can beat you guys in fantasy. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, just exa- it's just exhausting. Well, here's, here's a question then. So I, too, do not have uh, the MLB Network when I leech off of Justin's cable package, but... <laughs> My uh-huh. <laughs> what did you say, Ben? I thought you said you were stealing. Did I hear you correctly? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm He's borrowing it. He's going to sure. give it back. I'm watching his television right now. We're in his house, Sam. Are you not spatially aware? Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? This isn't Georgia. <laughs> no. Um, how does the MLB network compare to, like... Mid nineties, late nineties, ESPN Sports Center like morning coverage where they would do like the rundown of all the teams and like I mean what what type what am I missing out on here? Yeah, I uh, I don't think much is going to beat the old ESPN that no. was really really good. Just Stuart um, Scott and Keith Olbermann yelling at each other. And then yeah, but I mean even Berman. even then they would gloss over the finer details that I was really interested in. And MLB will like pour over every meaningful at bat in every game, and I, you know, I appreciate the depth that they would go into. ESPN would make it more fun to digest that material, um, but MLB has more breadth. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's the biggest difference. It's just different. It's a much more digestible way. Like whenever you're watching ESPN, just because it is so high level, but it's not delivered with the pizzazz. Like I love Kevin Millar, but. He's not great at it on even on the MLB network, but he kind of adds that other side, like that almost like that ESPN kind of feel to it in a way. He's fine, but I don't really like international talk much. Are are they skewed? Intentional, um, intentional talk. Excuse me. <laughs> I say international. <laughs> you definitely said international. Are they skewed towards specific markets? Or if I wanted like Padres news, like six other people in America, would I be able to get what I'm looking for? On the MLB network, you mean? Yeah. You, you will get what you need from out of like Padres commentary. They will still talk about the Red Sox. They they dissected Chris Sale's performance for like 35 minutes today. How did he do yesterday, Sam? He did not do well, did he, Justin? He did not. But to be fair, and this is not an excuse, but more just kind of how it typically goes, uh, he never <laughs> pitches well in Seattle for some reason. Yeah, whatever. And typically he skips the start when he's there. So it's crazy that he... Uh, opened there and everything. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised by that. It didn't surprise me at all. It's probably the rain. Yeah, I doubt it because it's closed. I don't think it's a signal of anything. I just use any excuse to, like, turn turn the sheriff sure. a little bit on you. I'm not worried. I actually am a little bit concerned about it. I just don't think that they did enough, and they had a really bad spring training, I think. Overall. Well, he's just sticking bones. He's going to, he has to injure those tendons. At some it's ridiculous. Point, yeah. Well, hold on. What's his composition as opposed to, like, Verlander? 
Verlander's is softer, fattier, yeah, man. Way beefier, though. But Chris Sale's, like, this big around. For those listening at home, he held up his finger. Yes. Okay. So, I, I just, to Sam's point, it just feels like every pitch he throws, he's going to shatter. So, I guess, like, what about, I'm thinking of, like, historically skinny pitchers. How does he compare to, like, Randy Johnson? I don't. I mean, how does anybody compare to Randy oh, Johnson? Oh, true, that's, yeah, yeah, true. That's kind of. I mean, that's the hard. You can't really. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like Randy Johnson and Nolan when it comes to that kind of. Okay. Build of pitcher, but, I mean, I think as long as they control his workload, I think it'll be fine. Because last year he wasn't chasing strikeouts, and he didn't run out of gas in September either. So, but the year before that he was. Okay, gotcha. That was the year he went. Over 300, right? Yeah. I think so. So he was chasing that and burned out in September. So whatever. We'll see how it goes. It's really weird to see Hanley Ramirez as a Indian. No, Edwin Encarnacion. You got to pick up another beefy DH. Where is Edward? Seattle. Encarnacion. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He hit a home run the other day. Yep. I was, only, I was half watching that and half watching college basketball. Cause that's yeah, he's raking doing. already. Yeah. It's a small sample size, though. And I've, I've seen a lot of analysis about... You know what the season's going to look like if it were to continue after opening day, <laughs> and it, it it's so small. Like the sample, how can we be extrapolating that data? It's, it's meaningless. We can't. I, I'm definitely upset that the Orioles are not going to go zero and one sixty two though. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think feel like one of us called for that. No, nobody called for that. I wish I would have. Now we all thought it. Uh, we definitely thought it. We didn't even talk about it on the season prediction episode. No, well, I, I feel like it was like Baltimore. Uh, what's the quote? Camden Yards is a great place to watch a baseball game. Like that's that's <laughs> the highlight of the season. <laughs> Who said that? Was it him or Jimmy? No, I, I think I read it on a news article. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like Pisson that's something Jimmy someone. would say. Yeah, that does sound like a Jimmyism. <laughs> it really does. Speaking of Jimmy, the Mets won yesterday. They what's sure did. Stat? Okay, you so told I'm me. Look this up real quick. Talk amongst yourself because they've won a crap ton of opening day. Okay. So while while Justin's pulling it up, uh, it's it's worth me asking just to the listener. How long has Milwaukee played inside? Is this a new thing for them? No. No. They've been at Miller Park for a long a while now. Okay. They so were indoor before. Maybe not when they were like in the American League twenty four years ago. Something like that. Okay, I don't really care about the Mets opening day in nineteen sixty two. But you know what? They still have the beer slide, so I'm 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 fine with them playing inside. It, it doesn't go down into a, a thing of beer anymore though, which is upsetting. I feel like if we buy some pitchers, we can make that happen. Well, I'm sure. Okay, I found the, the stat I was looking for. With Thursday's 2-0 season opening victory against the Nationals, the Mets have started with a 1-0 record 38 times in the last 50 seasons. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Just because they're so bad all the time that it's crazy that that's a stat that they have. Was it 16 that they made it to the um, NLCS? Uh, four, 14, right? Okay, that's right. That was the didn't they play the Royals and they ran into a buzzsaw? Yes. Or was that fifteen? That might have been twenty fifteen. You recall this, Sam? I do not. Okay. I'll look this up real fast. It was Midwestern baseball. It was Midwestern baseball if you're playing Kansas City. Oh. I thought you were talking about the Mets. I was like, oh, what the oh, hell no, no, is no. wrong with you? No, no, the the Mets I I've heard I have it on a very reliable source that the Mets are an East Coast team. Typically, that's where they're located. Okay. About half the time, though. <laughs> really? You think 81 games they play elsewhere? 
But sometimes we're on the East Coast. There you go. Okay. Yeah, no, they, they've they definitely had Miller Park for quite some time now. But it's a shame they don't go down into the beer anymore. No. I was sad to learn that whenever I wrote the mascot blogs, which I that's, need to finish this year. That's right. Um, or this summer, I mean. Yeah, I think we're getting a ton of traction. Uh, we have a new website at sensiblyloud.com. J-Mac here did an outstanding do- job doing the redesign for it. I mean, it's absolutely top-notch. I think I'm going to bring the Sunday afternoon baseball roundup back this year. That's good. Uh, so Justin likes to do these nice weekly segments. Um, last year, a good one was the Sunday afternoon baseball. But another good one... Um, Sam, I'd love to know, have you had a chance to read through any of these wonderful conspiracy theory <laughs> blogs that Justin's been publishing? I'm actually working on one that I can write myself. I haven't read his. I'm actually going to depart from whatever architecture he's put on. Okay. I think that's smart. Would you be discouraged if I at least told you what his are about so far? No, I'm I'm encouraged by the prospect of hearing what okay. he wrote yeah. about. So uh, the first one he uh, did... So the first one I wrote was that John Benet Ramsey is really Katy Perry. Oh, huh. I, I mean, does one. the timeline even line up or is it that just do, total It's pretty nonsense? close. It's, it's within about 3 or 4 years. No, we need we need more fidelity than that. No, <laughs> no, I agree. But it's it's the whole theory is based solely on one picture where they kind of look alike with the same cheekbones. Yeah. kind of thing. So it's it's hilarious. Then we get the classic mattress firm as a laundry money laundry yep. front, classic, um, which is uh, I even heard an NPR story on it, so mm-hmm. that was nice. The first one I wrote was uh, whether Stevie Wonder is really blind or not. <laughs> oh, we're going full truther, huh? So I have a thing at the beginning of all these to say it's not that I believe in them. It's just hilarious to talk about. And so this, I've, I've heard about that one. This week I was uh, made aware of a wonderful conspiracy theory that the entire American invasion of Iraq in 2003 was predicated on them finding this tomb of, I think it's called like Gilgamesh's tomb. And that we just needed like these wonderful mythical secrets and like magic powers that the military then went in and, and confiscated. Which is interesting. And the output of those mythical knowledge pieces? Uh, I'd tell you, but I have to kill you. Oh, please kill me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, have you seen the Rangers rotation? You can yeah. just off it right <laughs> now. Mike Miner, for fuck's sake, opening yeah. day. Was the opening day starter. That is rough. Well, yeah, so they've been fun to write. I'm done writing them until the All-Star break now, though. So it, it w- opens up a perfect avenue for you if you want to write something. Yeah, I've got like a backlog of things I want to write about, but yeah. I've not even broken. Jason's seal. currently writing a series right now on? about things that uh, piss him off at the gym. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that our fantasy baseball draft makes the list of things that <laughs> piss him off at the gym. I agree. Hopefully it's that's leg a, day. Maybe it's a <laughs> motivating factor. No, so uh, things the first that piss me off at the gym. Having to go to the gym is yeah. pretty high on that so list. So the first one was about people in the parking lot, which was just fantastic. Just Wait. like strutting about with their no sleeves on. And well, shit. that and like uh, pulling out and like trapping him in. That's happened to him a couple of times where someone's like pulled out and then got out of their car and ran back inside to get something or some crap like that. I don't know something. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, it seems like he's letting this happen to him. Seen it before. I just him. decided to build a home gym, so I don't have to deal with that shit. Oh, oh. wow! Let's <laughs> <help you. laughs> Fuck yeah, let's go. We'll send that shot over the bow for sure. That's great, man. I, I, I hope you, know, that you have like a legacy time. Bowflex machine from got, like 1997. I've got a rowing machine, and that's kind of it. So I was actually about to ask: is if you could only do one piece of gym equipment, what would it be? Rowing. It's a full body exercise. I, Low impact. It is. It's good stuff, though. Put on some Good. history podcasts and, excuse me, 
put on some baseball podcasts and listen to uh, and, and, and get my, my why not both? On. We could do histor- historic baseball podcasts. That's right. That's well, once we produce them, that's right. Yeah, that show. This show was predicated on that, and somehow, not so much. That's okay. We did some. We did the ten cent beer night thing this summer. That was fun. yeah. Talk or to this that winter. That was a good one. Seventy four. Yeah. Good old Paul Ramham and what was the other guy's name? Ernie Calcutta from <laughs> Alameda. That's right. Yeah. Good old Ernie. They may make a resurgence at some point. I don't know. We'll see. The Dodgers were mashing dicks in yesterday. Yes. Like, seriously. They hit eight home runs. The game had ten home runs. For those keeping track at home, that's an 80% Dodger home run rate. Yeah. Two guys on the Dodgers had two home runs each, and then there were a slew of other guys. I think Max Muncie had one. Kike Hernandez, I think, had two. And then... Mm, Is that who that song, Kiki, Do You Love Me, is about? Yeah. No, I think you're right. Let's roll with that. So it's also worth worth looking into um, how are our, our I know we've had a huge sample size of baseball so far, one freaking game, but how are our big leagues signings going? Anyone know how Machado's doing? Anyone check in on Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper uh, struck out twice. I think he went over three with a walk. Yeah, uh, he got brought home by Reese Hoskins Grand Slam. Machado went like one for three, maybe, maybe two for three. Yeah. You Padres said, won. You said Harper went 0 for three with what? One walk and one run. Is he, that his preferred way of cooking Chinese food? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, one walk, multiple sesames. Do you still have Reese Hoskins? I do not on our league. I do in my other league. Okay. Did you let him go like as like just a keeper type situation or what? Yeah, I didn't keep him last season. Yeah. Damn. Really good. No, I mean, my, my team was wrought with talent. I had to tr- let him go. Okay. We'll see how that works out for you later. Do you want to look at, do you want to compare lineups? No, I'm good. I didn't yeah, say anything about my team. I said, you didn't, about no, you, you said all you needed to say. No, I see, said, you just said flexing on him, Sam. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I know what the fuck team. I'm doing. <laughs> Invite me to your house. Let me make fun of you. Like, I <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Get Put the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't think so. No, um, Look at this. Oh, Christian Yelich. Yelich just launched one off of Flaherty. He just looks so oh, wow, much an out. like Pete Davidson. Damn, that looked like a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard that before? <laughs> no. Were you not on the episode where I explained butthole eyes to Sam? No, but I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> he looks just like him, yeah. I've been saying it for all... Oh my God, he does. <laughs> he looks Are just like cousins? him. Are they cousins? They could be. I don't think Pete Davidson is this good at baseball. I thought for sure that was out. Yeah, it looked like it. It would have been out in a lot of parks for sure. Jack Flaherty's on my team. How's he doing? All That's right. the bottom of the first. Who knows? We're going to tweet at Pete Davidson. Uh, Pete, we would love to have you on, and we'd love to know what your best infield position is. As long as he doesn't bring, like, Smash Mouth or something, I'm set. Why would Pete Davidson bring Smash Mouth? I don't know. They yes. show up in the most random-ass places. Is that a legitimate concern? Yes. Now it is. I don't want him I don't want anything to do with Smash Mouth after all this. We've talked about this. They're where my house is right now. They're waiting to play tomorrow at the Cherry Blossom Festival. They're standing oh. outside your door threateningly <laughs> with acoustic guitars, <laughs> singing your new dog. I'm gonna sick my new dog. Singing on I'm a believer. <laughs> I picture the cover. <laughs> I think it's a stand your ground state. I might be able to shoot him on sight. Good Lord. Oh my god. I mean that was that would solve a lot of problems for me. <laughs> I tell you, holy! Fuck. But see, my luck would be that the account would keep going and keep fighting with me, and then it would just not solve any problems <laughs> whatsoever. 
I just wanted to hold up like uh, a subtle yet piercing sign at their concert that said something about the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. Like San Francisco Giants are overrated, and you're just standing on <laughs> on the lawn seats because you didn't want to pay fifty bucks. Or to, s- something to like SFO is a terrible airport. <laughs> <laughs> Just they, something they, real they, they would kind of cock their heads and be like, what? And then they'd be like, I don't like that guy. <laughs> like, why is it always raining at Alcatraz? That's like, right. <laughs> Welcome to the rock. <laughs> it's, they just, they really seem to get under my skin at the weirdest times too, though. It was great yesterday. We were... I feel like you would bring them up like on your honeymoon and just get really angry and like your wife's like, damn it, Justin, stop bringing up Smash now. At first I thought you said I would bring them on my honeymoon. Uh, No. I was like, why would I, what are you talking about? No. So Kendris Morales got traded the other day from the Blue Jays, which I can't believe that guy still plays baseball, but got traded yesterday and, or I guess this was two days ago now. And uh, so the Blue Jays had tweeted the official trade out. And Jason noticed that some guy had tweeted, like, you know, like commented on that tweet or whatever, and was like, well, that's it. I give up on this team. Like, I was excited about following them, but now they're just getting rid of everybody because this front office doesn't know what they're doing. I was going to take my kids to opening day tomorrow, but now no more. Now you should explain to them why my kids can't go to opening day. <laughs> Certainly the tears. kids can perceive the 13.5% difference between before and after. Right. <laughs> so, like,. And so Jason comments on it was like, um, and so then of course I come by, come behind him and I was like, won't someone think of the children? <laughs> and yeah, that set that guy off. It was just such a strange reaction though. Like he was so bent out of shape about, I think Kendris Morales he probably traded. just didn't want to take his kids and was looking for someone to blame for him being a bad father. So you Thanks bl- Obama. Yeah. So you blame the front office on the opening day of <laughs> baseball. For trading a player, like Sam said, that probably makes 10% difference, 15% difference. I mean, come on. The kids don't care. Opening day is fun no matter what. Right. You're only going to eat fun food anyway and watch a little bit of baseball for like half an inning. Ben, how long until the girls have started watching more baseball? Uh, I took them to a game last year, and they loved getting earplugs from the security attendant, and then they loved getting bribed with candy. And by about the third inning, they're like, how long is this? Okay. Uh, they had Whoa. just as much fun at a um, at a minor league game. Like, okay. I thought for sure when you led with they got earplugs, they were bribed with candy, and then by the third inning, they ate their earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty logical uh, conclusion. Uh, yeah. But they're not dogs, so they <laughs> tend to <laughs> they tend to only eat, eat food. food for the most part. Like, I, I still have to quantify because. I know things happen. That's good. Yeah. Uh, even the best parents have some earplugs they're eating every now and then, it seems like. Oh. They're just like big Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm definitely glad baseball's back. You're going to the game tomorrow, right, Sam? Yeah, uh, night game tomorrow against the Cubs. Uh, Who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> We're going to lose. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Rangers, no matter what. And uh, the T on their hat stands for terrific. <laughs> <laughs> At least yesterday's weather was like one of the nicer days in Dallas in a long time. It was sneaky sunny and nice and breezy. It was it was a nice day to be outside for sure. Did you get sunburned or anything? Maybe a little bit. I'm you know maybe a little dry, not red. Yeah, for sure. I'm good. I mean, last year to be able to sit out there and just bake with new ballpark coming. Yeah, coming oh. right along, isn't it? 
Well, yeah, I kind of thought it'd be further along. Yeah, it definitely seems like it would be. There was a lot of rain this past year, though. Yeah. Like last fall and stuff, it seemed like it rained a ton and put a lot of that kind of stuff behind. I mean, they have a year from now, and yeah. it doesn't have a roof. Yeah. They'll get it done quickly. It'll start yeah, moving. No, well, sure. the current one doesn't have a roof either. <laughs> yeah, and look how well it works. Yeah. Just fine. Isn't that the whole reason they're building a new one in the first place? What did you think of the Texas library and stuff, or did you see it? No, we were just on the, I guess, east side of Opposite the ballpark. Side. Yeah, so I didn't see it. But I could see it. Um, all the I saw a bunch of glass, and I was like, wow, that must be cool over there. Yeah. It's it's really awesome, but it's I don't think it's as cool as the battery. Really? Yeah. It's, it's not also, as big. Do they not have glass in Atlanta? No, man. They just, yeah, they don't. Not a lot of it. The battery's cool, though, because it just has so many different places. Uh, we forgot to cue up the theme music for everyone's favorite part of the episode where Justin brags about something from Boston. That's in Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> That's embarrassing. The battery in, is in Atlanta, and then I think the Rangers are pretty much copying the same idea where it's like build new stadium in and around new bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they call it Texas Live here, which is a terrible name. It is. And they call it the Battery in Atlanta. That's like... That's pretty on point. Pretty cool. Because you don't really know what it is. It's a little bit suspicious. Right. It's great. One thing that was really annoying, so we watched a bunch of the World Series there because they have enormous television. Ah. Like great. I mean, it's it's a great place to go. It's just not as... It's just different, I think. It was really weird. They did like Rangers trivia during the World Series and they were like walking around asking que- like trivia questions and stuff and it was between innings so it wasn't like that obnoxious it wasn't like it was interrupting the game but it was also hmm. seemed desperate a little bit and rangers trivia during the world series that they're not in correct i would expect maybe world series trivia right it was not it's weird but the guy was wearing like one of those rangers like the basically like the pullover jackets that like managers wear the ones that like button up or the pullover, you know, but it was like the World Series one or whatever. Mm. So he's like wearing that. The whole thing was just strange. It really was. But other than that, I've had good experiences there. The drinks are cheap. So, I mean, that's good. You would think that for a place like that, they'd be pretty pricey, but not bad. But not amazing food. It's okay. I mean, I go to the battery. I can get like the best pizza in town. I can get like a good Cuban sandwich, like the best barbecue in town. Admittedly, I haven't tried all the places or anything, but I can tell you you're not going to get the best of all those things around there. Gotcha. So probably not a lot of best Cuban sandwiches in Arlington, Texas. Arlington's closer to Cuba than... No, it's not. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> you were trying. You were trying to give him some you know, some points there. You were ready. You had the gloves up. Yeah, Have you been out there yet, Ben? I was just wrong. Uh, uh, yes, actually. Uh, I haven't been out there for anything baseball related but uh i've been known to frequent the six flags amusement park and uh force my kids to ride by texas live as i go check on the stadium progress makes sense it's coming right i mean i think it'll start moving pretty quickly though here pretty soon that's what how jerry world did whenever it was coming up is it just all of a sudden took off so it'll be interesting to see what it's like but i'm excited for the new park other than the fact that it really does look like the astros park a lot Astros Park is good. I don't care I, what they copy as long as it works. I, I more is just that I wish I w- just would want them to do something original, just because that's what I would always want in that situation. Like Are we running out of originality here? Like we've done a lot of shit as a human human race. Like what else is there to be done? I'd like for the Rangers to copy the fact that the Astros got a World Series championship. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. That would definitely be good. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good point. I do like how they have like the. Basically, it's gonna when you're walking on the like pad outside, it like looks down into the ballpark, which I think yeah. is kind of unique and neat. 
I am a sucker for stadiums that are built like into the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when you walk up and then you look down, um, there's a soccer stadium in Frisco, Texas, where the someone plays. FC Dallas. FC Dallas. That's right. Football club. Yes. Th- thank you, Sam. Sam with the assist right there, ladies and gentlemen. And Atlanta just won their FC championship, didn't they? They did. They won the MLS Cup. Yeah, it's awesome. When was that? Like November? Mm, let's say December. Yeah, November. November yeah. Like that. Were people pretty amped up about that in Atlanta? Yeah, it's big in Atlanta. People love that team. I mean, we lost the Thrashers. That's the hockey team. that w- I, We lost them, I don't know, like t- 10, 12 years ago or something like that. And this the city's been craving another sport. And they, you know, they started Atlanta United, the football club. They their first season, you know, they started playing in the new Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah. They sold a lot of tickets. Like they are far and away the um, attendance champions in MLS. So they're like a ton of people show up. They get really into it. Atlanta's okay. full of like international transplants. Interesting. So there's like some serious soccer hooliganism going on. And nice. it's it's okay. a good crowd. I mean, I've been to three or four games. It's fun. I'm not a soccer guy, but it's it's fun to go. Yeah. So it's pretty big in the city for sure. Okay. It's interesting that I've always, and this is not really a baseball related thing, but it's interesting that like the Hawks don't catch on at all. People just don't like basketball there. When was the last time the Hawks were a good team? Well, 94? yeah, but I mean, there's it's mm-hmm. been a long ass time. I mean, that, I guess they went they went to the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, it was the Eastern Conference Finals two or three years ago, something like that. Maybe three or four years ago now, but but they still just have never been embraced. So it's a small market team. It's sort of like the A's kind of thing. Yeah, I think okay. the last time the Hawks were good, people could spell Hakeem Olajuwon. Maybe. Isn't that an anagram for hallelujah? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> You're allowed to laugh, amazing. Ben. It's okay. Oh, that was rich. We're along for the ride. This is how these things go. What else is going on around baseball? Anything we've missed? Crickets. Crickets? Chirpy, chirpy. I need a bigger sample size, but I, I'm super excited that baseball started. I have something to do in the e- I always had something to do in these evenings, but now it's like a focused effort to watch some baseball yes. and continue to destroy you guys at fantasy and it's just going to be like a real a real nice you know spring and summer man your shit talking this year has really amped its game up <sighs> i just know i just know that i know what i'm talking about this year it's great i've heard that every year from you though was he like yeah this well every year? the numbers speak no. for themselves just because we put a microphone in front of his face this year so the the standings are as follows in the in my five years in this league it's second first first second last year i got fifth because i got Food poisoning? Like, what happened? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jimmy Midtown, like, surged during our week in the playoffs. He beat me and then proceeded to lose. I did the math, and I looked at all the points. If I hadn't lost to Jimmy, I would have beat everybody else by, like, a mile. And yeah. if frogs Continuing had forward. wings, they wouldn't bump their ass when they hopped. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if a bunch of other things didn't happen, I would have won. Do, you, do y'all not love those those old colloquialisms? I love them. We were talking about that earlier. Kind of like you try to bring back the phrase tight. You know, it's the same kind of thing. Hella tight. See, that's what Bro. you should have gone with. It's got better flow. Hella but you tight? can't use hella tight in like an everyday setting is the problem. You don't now. use that in conferences at work? I would. So I have I have one final story, and then I think, are we about out of time? Yeah. Are we still good? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a bat stuck in our office at work this week. Yeah. Baseball bat? <laughs> nope. This was uh, <laughs> the mammal kind, but I love where your head's at. No, it was uh, stuck on like the blinds, and we're all you know it's a it's a finance sort of operation, and we're all looking around, standing there at this bat, and someone goes up uh, almost as though to barehand it, 
to try and throw it outside. Naturally. Uh, I'm glad they didn't because three hours later, when the pest control guy shows up, he was like, no one touched it, right? And we're like, no. And he goes, okay, good, because if you even touch the bat with your bare hands, it could, like, scratch you. Even if it doesn't bite you, if it just scratches you, you have to get the rabies shot, and the rabies shot is a 13-inch needle once a month for six months straight in your belly. Ugh. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Why 13 inches? I mean, that would go through many people. I don't I don't know. I don't know if it'll go through regular size people. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so so it stayed there like so the whole time it didn't move. It was on like the top of these like long blinds and then when this this dude comes in um this marine actually. I know we were just talking about the United States Marine Corps earlier. He comes in and he like had this like koosh ball net and he would he went for it and the bat like kind of crawled up onto the blinds where it was sort of sandwiched between the uh, the top of the blinds and the top of the windowsill. Okay. I know I just said sandwich, but Sam, you can stop licking your lips. It wasn't an actual sandwich. I am pretty hungry already. Yep. Ben, you you uh, found a lot of joy in the first half of the half of the episode of the season prediction episode that you didn't get to be on. Oh my God! Yes. Um, if you have not listened to episode fifty nine, our Major League Baseball predictions, as soon as this episode's done. Go listen to it, because I learned the greatest idea I've ever heard, and it's where our very own great Sam Bino and super special friend of the pod, James M. Middleton, or Jimmy Midtown, or Jamalama Ding Dong, they decided to take their... <laughs> they decided to decided to take their sandwiches and put oh, yeah. them in like a blender or a food processor to turn it into... Other stuff to put on your sandwiches. <laughs> so I think that what makes this super great is depending on what type of blender you use, you may end up with something that's closer to like a spread or like a dip that you could dip your sandwich in. Or if you didn't have a nice food processor, you'd end up with something that's more closely related to like an egg salad. And then so you could put that on your other sandwich. And the fact yeah. of like, it's it's just like extra special to like eat your sandwich on a sandwich. It's like when I put yeah. I, I I put my pizza in another slice of pizza. Like it's just like an ultimate fuck you to my digestive system. Right. I mean, great idea. Uh, one time we were Jimmy and I were eating pizza and it was like a cheeseburger pizza and I go, "You know what this pizza needs? Cheeseburgers." Cheeseburgers. <laughs> So we definitely want to thank everyone for tuning in. Make sure to check us out at sensiblyloud.com. That's right. Those podcast boys got a brand new website, and y'all need to make sure you check it out. Plus, if you like what you're hearing, we are all over your social media. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and the good old Twitter. If you like what you're hearing with us, don't forget to check out our other pods. We have Just Peachy, Sensibly Loud Radio, and On the Break. Uh, Plus, guess what? We may have a whole other podcast in the hopper for you. Stay tuned for details. And y'all, guess what? Baseball is back. Baseball is back. Well, we want to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 60 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with a sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep a patrol on that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive, and we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. Hey,